Wow, people. Wild Card Weekend is over, and you're back with Frank Presents the Play Call. Crazy weekend. We're joined with the team. Nikki's coming here soon. June, how you doing? I am doing amazing. Great. Beautiful. Alive and well. Awesome. How you doing? I'm doing outstanding now that we're all together. Bree, what's going on? Hi, I'm doing good. I just ate some avocado too, so healthy. I'm a healthy girl, you know. That's awesome. That's awesome. I'm I'm actually pretty good. I got uh 233 days and five hours and sixteen minutes till I retire. So um oh, I've been who is counting. I know who is counting, right? Um, listen, so division of wild card weekend, you know, we made our predictions, which really don't count because we already picked the winner for the season. But is it safe to say that some wins were more surprising than others? Yes. <laughs> with that being said, Bree, take it away with the results and go into the games. So on Saturday, January 14th, the 49ers defeated the Seahawks 41 to 23. Jaguars defeated the Chargers 31 to 30. And on Sunday, January 15th, the Bills defeated the Dolphins 34-31. The Giants defeated the Vikings 31 to 24. And the Bengals defeated the Ravens 24 to 17. And on Monday, January 16th, the Cowboys defeated the Buccaneers 31 to 14. Well, who wants to go first? <laughs> um, um I I'll go first. Go ahead. Um, 49ers, they played phenomenal. They had a good game. Um, slow start at the beginning. Mm -hmm. By halftime, it was a neck-and-neck -neck game between the Seahawks and the 49ers. And we were actually talking. It was like, oh, the Seahawks could win this. Like, holy crap. Um, and then after halftime, Purdy did what Purdy do. That defense did what that defense does. And they pulled out the win. And then Saturday evening, the Jaguars shocked everybody by coming back from a 27-0 lead against the Chargers, and they ended up defeating the Chargers with the last, last few seconds of the game in a field goal. Um, but that shows that they made the adjustments that they needed to during halftime, and the Chargers thought they had it in the bag, and that backfired on them, and they lost the game. <clears throat> Um, the Bills and Dolphins game was actually a really, really good game. I think Thompson for being the third string quarterback um, and his first NFL start against the Bills in the wild card. He played, I think to me, he played well and he played great for somebody who, you know, has never played, especially like against a team like the Bills. Mm -hmm. um, Josh Allen made a lot of mistakes. There were a lot of interceptions. That defense also made a lot of mistakes and it has me wondering can they capital like can they adjust to the mistakes that they made to be able to go to the AFC championships because they do play the Bengals this upcoming weekend mm -hmm. but the Bengals and Ravens games the Bengal also made a lot of mistakes as well and they were struggling against the Ravens and now that has me wondering who like that has me not knowing who I want to pick against the Bengals and the Bills, because at that point you don't know who's going to win that game. Um, <clears throat> Giants and Vikings, that game was great. I watched that whole game. Um, the Giants looked amazing, and Daniel Jones 
looked great and did what Daniel Jones needed to look. And then I don't have nothing for the Bucks and Cowboys game. <laughs> no, June has the, the Vikings and the Giants behind him. Yeah, look, it's playing. So he's studying, he's studying the Giants because they have to play them. Yeah. Okay. He can study all he wants. They're gonna win. Um studying the celebration. Yeah. I don't know what celebration we want to do against them yet. So I will say that I was oh Nikki's coming in, so let's wait. Um Nick. Put your camera on, girl. We can't see you unless you can't. So I'm a I'm so okay. I went with the Bucks because Brady is my guy. I didn't think the Bucks mm-hmm. were gonna win. I went with the Bucks because Brady's my guy, and I don't bet against them. Um, I was very surprised on the Bucks defense. Um, not getting any pressure to Dak to make him make mistakes. You're facing a quarterback that's given up 11 interceptions or more in the last five or six since he came back off injury, and I want to say he has six pick sixes in that time frame. So he's he's known for giving the ball. 17 total interceptions in the league. 17 total. 17 total interceptions. And you're a defense that was top 10. Whether you struggled here and there and whether you had your issues, but you're still a top 10 defense. And you couldn't get not one turnover. Then you flip this other side of the coin. And it made me wonder, should the Panthers have went instead of the Bucks? Because the Bucks couldn't stop the rush. They couldn't get Brady couldn't get settled. He looked off. Are we a Samantha believer? Well, I just feel the team was playing better, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it just looked like a shell of himself in, out there because he couldn't he couldn't do what he's supposed to do, what he can do because he couldn't step into his throws. Again, the the miscommunications with the receivers, the underthrow balls, the 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 bad decision with the uh touch the the interception in the end zone which was his first one going back to 2019. So that tells you he makes good decisions. But but the commentators jinxed it by legit putting yeah, that stat they on did. the TV that he has never thrown. He hasn't thrown an interception in the end zone since yeah. 2019. And then two plays and later, he throws it. He throws it. So it's like, you know, um, I don't know. I, I You know, it was, it was sad for me to see a guy that I, I'm, I'm a fan of Brady. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I was going to get the, the definition of fanatic up because I think it pertains to all of us when it comes to our teams. And I'm a fan of Brady. You know what I'm saying? Like, and to see a person that I've admired, uh, I revere as one of the greatest, if not one of the greatest, the greatest quarterback of all time and one of the greatest players in NFL history for his mm-hmm. accomplishments and where he came in. Remember, we're talking about Rock Purdy was the last person to get picked in the draft. Brady was 199 overall. So that's big too. You know what I'm saying? Um, to see him out there like that, it makes me want to like it makes me feel like he should have retired. Um, mm-hmm. even though I know that it's not all his fault, but he is not the same Brady he was 20 years ago. I was watching some highlights with him and Edelman, and I'm like, man, the connection they had, Amendola, Gronkowski, Dion Branch, uh, Whitehead, Rex Burkhead, James oh. White, um, who else? Uh, so many other players that were there. Um and to see him struggle like he did, it was just heartening. But, um, you know, the team that won should have been the team that won, in my opinion. And, so speak, oh, speaking yeah. of Edelman, during the game when it was 18-0 Cowboys, yeah. Edelman tweeted, and he added the Buccaneers. He put at Buccaneers, like he tagged them, and it's a gif. And it says, 
we have to keep our composure. And it's like the best screaming at everybody in the locker room. And I was like, oh, I'm looking at Adam and trying to be like me. His ad button does work. Because you know how I at everybody. Yeah. No, Adam does, like, he gets it in. He gets it in. But that's my takeaway for that game. That's the game I want to talk mm-hmm. about. Um, I know Nikki's going to talk about her Jags. I'll add my comments in then. Um, 49ers. Mm-hmm. I, I could talk about any team. I did exactly what they did exactly what they thought. And let me tell you, Purdy uh is five and oh, right? Or something mm-hmm. like that. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As, a starter. as a starter, he's five and oh. Mm-hmm. He has uh 13 touchdowns, only four interceptions. That's not a bad ratio there. That's a good ratio. Yep. And he's he's playing well. I, I you know, obviously. Who they beat again? I forgot. Um, oh, the Seahawks. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, the, the defense is playing great. They have Pro Bowls in every, like special teams, offense, defense, every position. I think they have a Pro Bowl. So it's like, I don't know. It's good to. See, I'm, I'm, I hope to see them play well this weekend. And I, I said this sooner, and I'm gonna go into it afterwards. Um, after we're done with talking about the games, uh, I feel like the Bucks losing, like they did to the. The Cowboys is giving Cowboys fans false hope. It's okay because Purdy sees it. And I'm glad to that face it. because I'm ready. But look, I did the bird man right. Yeah, yeah, Purdy I'm ready. I'm ready. June will support me with it too because I know June's ready. Look, then look, this is the only time June will say Purdy sees <laughs> <laughs> it. It's, it's Nikki's face for me. Like I'm, I'm talking crazy cash, but uh, I got, I got it for her. When she's ready, we, we look, gonna. Look, look. Party. Matter of fact, I'm gonna put him up now. Party. Who's in the room? So whoever wanna go discuss whatever. But, uh, so I, I just kind of go ahead, go ahead, Nikki. I just gotta say something about what Frank said. Um America, I knew the Cowboys were gonna win. I was the only one that picked the Cowboys out of the four of us. Um I don't think Cowboys fans have a false sense, um, a false sense um, that has choked in the playoffs. He, he lost to the 49ers last year. I think this the the game between the um, Bucks was the easy game for them. You get what I'm saying? There was never no competition. Let's not let's not stay in this world for Sunday. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Let's not stay on the phone and pretend that the the Bucks didn't get into the playoffs with under five hundred <laughs> a, a, a season of five hundred. You get what I'm saying? So, um, the whole division sucked. So they got in by the hair of their chin and chin chin. They had no competition. Um, I only bring that up to say that nobody thinks that the Cowboys have it. Like you know, have it in the bag. They play a team that w- has struggled the whole year. Um, so that's what I'm gonna say with the comment that Frank said. Um, so that's why I I, I look I look like that. Oh, I think the fans know. I, I think they know, just like anybody else know that. Um, or like we've said, the 49ers to me have been the silent team. You know what I'm saying? Like you keep looking and they still in there. That's how they were to me last year, and they're there this year. So um, I don't think it's an easy uh, win. I mean, I don't think it's an easy game coming for the um, Cowboys, and I think they know that, to include fans. Anyway, the game I'm going to talk about, of course, that's why I have my um, 
my camera off until I was able to put on my shirt. You get what I'm saying? Because jersey, my jersey. I, I got it. Um, because it's fitting. It's fitting to wear today. Um, it's fitting to wear last week. Um, America counted the Jags out, except myself and June. June, I'll slide you in there. Um. I didn't count us out. I'm not gonna count us out this week, even though I know that it's a it's a tall order for us to win this week. But I'm not gonna count us out. Um, Trevor had the worst game, the worst first quarter, <laughs> first half of his life. I never had a bad headache the way I had on Saturday. Um, but um. They remember that the game ain't over till the game is over. And they played and pushed and believed. And you can insert any other word that you want to put in there. And they won that game. Hats off to the Jacksonville Jaguars. You know what I'm saying? You know what? At this point, it's not even at this point. When they beat the Titans, I thought they had a phenomenal season. If we would have ended right there, I still would be proud of my boys. For us right now to have won the first game, going into the divisional round, even if we lose, we have already won the year. <laughs> it is what it is. Um, Duval, I'm proud of you. And I'm going to be even more proud when you get this W on Saturday afternoon. I feel like they did that shit on purpose because people keep throwing off, throwing out Trevor's stat that he's never lost a game on Saturday. So they had to have us play on Saturday. Is that right? Trevor don't care. He don't care if he lose. He he is extremely happy from where he was last year to where he is this year. And I'm proud of him too. That's all I got. So I'm going to go back to what you said. Real quick, because I was going to wait until we got done. But since you wanted to bring it up, I, I have. No, I'm just saying. So I do think it's false hope because a lot of Cowboy fans, you, they have a whole Facebook page for delusional Cowboys fans. And those the are, same thing they have for Bucks fans, the same thing they have for Patriots so, fans. Can I, I let you talk. Can I, can I go? I let I let you talk. I, I, I didn't interrupt. Yeah, you. I know. I, I don't what? mind you no, talking, Frank. No, but don't just don't no. talk crazy. No, I'm not talking crazy. No, there's like legit a Facebook group page called yeah. Delusional Cowboys yeah, where they make fun of Cowboy fans. Yeah, and there's actual fans. Cowboy fans there. didn't make that. And there are actual fans out there that think because they did so great on Sunday that they're going to do great next week. So right. let's not remember, they, there's Cowboy fans that at every preseason, the minute that the, the training camp start, we're going to the Super Bowl. Right, Jay Ramsey said it when he was a Jag, and we lost the very next game. Girl, we're not talking about no other team. I'm talking about yeah, the I, Cowboys. But, and you interrupted me, and here, this is why I got an issue because I let you talk. I, I didn't, I, I didn't I, bother you, and I didn't say nothing foolish. I didn't say nothing crazy. I said facts of what people that I speak to that are Cowboys fans that are saying, "Yo, we're gonna go in there whoop butt because of how Dak played." Yeah, you said the same thing about the Bucks. So you said something. Because Oh, they long. Right, never mind. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go on to the next topic. I'm good. I'm good. Go hold ahead. On, hold on. Hold on. Very well. Didn't cut you off, and I didn't, and you keep cutting me off. And we're kind of gonna agree on some stuff because, like you said, the Bucks supposed to lose. You're the only one that picked them. Before you got on, I said the only reason I picked the Bucks because of Brady, but they're gonna lose anyway. 
You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. if, but I wanted to point out was some stats of Dak Prescott over the last, what, three years. Three years against teams with winning records, which go against any of them having any hope. Then I was going to ask you another question when it came to your team in regards to was it more of a Chargers screw up and not doing what they had to do to maintain a lead? Or was it more that your team did more than they did? You could debate it, but we good with my shit. Let's go on to the next topic, yo. Go ahead. Hold on, hey, hold on, real quick, real quick. So we do talk about false hope, but I'm going to save that one to the end. Um, the Jags. If y'all play four quarters like you did the last three, you got a legitimate shot. The Bills, 50-50. You guys know how I feel about the Bills. I can't even bet on them. Might as well sit on the damn roulette table and put it on red. Who knows? Freaking uh, the Bengals. The Bengals got outplayed in every probably every single category that there was. In rushing, passing, first downs. The only thing that they didn't get uh, played out in was making one mistake, which was what cost the game for, for Baltimore. What does that say mm-hmm. about Baltimore? And I'm going to bring this up, and I hate to bring it up because it's annoying as hell. Do they really need Lamar? Or number two may be their number one. <laughs> That's the way I see it, right? Um, save some money. Save some money. Um, this is just my, my opinion again. I was really I was thinking really hard about this, right? Everybody's like, man, give him that contract he deserves. Yeah, he may deserve that contract, right? Mm. But um, but shit, number two did just just as matter of fact, number two number two did actually better than Burrow. Um except that one mistake that cost him the game. And will Lamar have made that mistake? Who knows? Because he made plenty in the fourth quarter this year when he was playing, right? That's just my take on it. I, I not take no credibility from Lamar. Um, but shoot, if they're going to give, uh, what is it, Saquon Smith uh, $100 million, I don't think that Lamar's going to get anything that he's asking for. Um, and then, um, shoot, <clears throat> The Vikings, that's that's a great value brand. That's that Walmart brand. All year. <laughs> all year. This is all right. But it just it just didn't have it. Right. And the last but not least, these 49ers, right? Because we talk about false hope. Um <laughs> we do talk about false hope. So let's talk about the Broncos really quick. Was the Broncos any good this year? In your opinion? Anyone? Mm-mm. What about the Rams? Mm-mm. No. What about what about the Falcons? Mm-mm. The Bears, Mm-mm. maybe the Panthers. He's trying to say that the 49ers. Hold on, hold on. No, no, hold on. No, I told you this earlier, so don't jump the gun because I told you that's what I thought. That's what you just did. You kind of messed it up a little bit, right? Better towards so, it. So, so hold on. So, so, so Breach has messed it up, but since she wanted to. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, dude. I'm so sorry. No, no. Because at the end of the day, the 49ers defense may look good, but the hell, look at the damn schedule this year so where's where's the false hope i think it's a it's an even game this saturday or sunday whenever they're playing it's an even game and if that plays like he did the last game purdy season might might just end where it is thank you good run purdy right um but that's that was just my take on it uh 
when Frank said the false hope, I do think that the false hope is really with the uh, with the 49ers. And even though I think that the 49ers got a hell of a run going on and their defense is good, I don't think that their schedule really says, damn, they beat Kansas City three times this year. They played the Bengals three times this year. They played the Ravens three times this year. Hell, they even beat the Eagles four times, right? That's not what their schedule says. Their schedule says otherwise. So the false hope is with the 49ers, in my opinion. So let's go. And don't forget, guys. Don't forget. It's hurt season, Purdy, baby. does that say P-U-R-D-Y season? Hurt season, baby. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. All right. So our first topic that we have, we are going to discuss. <clears throat> so NFL CBS posted this today um, on Twitter. Um, Lamar Jackson top landing spurts, according to Cody Benjamin. So you have the New York Jets, the Atlanta Falcons, the Miami Dolphins, Carolina Panthers, New England Patriots, and the Washington Commanders. So out of these six teams that are on here, what team do you see him fitting in their system and why? Where's Frank? It's kind of tough. See, but I mean, if I had if I had I to give a team two. to win the Super Bowl, I see two. I don't know. I might have I to go with Miami. I think Miami just has that missing piece to win the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. uh, and Lamar mm-hmm. would be it. I see Miami. What about the Falcons? No, I think they got too much rebuilding to do. I mean, the only really much rebuilding they need is their offense. Like and the main piece what? is the quarterback. <laughs> huh? Like everybody. Wait. So wait. All right. So the things that the Falcons need to work on, they need to rebrand on their offense, their defense, their special teams. Everybody but the kicker. Because that Asian man could kick. I forgot his name. Who? Young Ho. Young Ho. Ho. Young Ho. Young Ho. Yeah, he could kick. So he's the only one that that got a job right now. But no, they. I mean, I don't. They I, have I, like a an okay offense besides the quarterback. But I like Mariota. But I don't think he fits in with that team. Shit, did he get hurt? No, he. Um, his wife had um, had got well. His wife was pregnant, and she had to give birth a lot earlier than expected oh because i'm like he just and then she disappeared had, and then an emergency happened so they put him on ir because he had to take care of his wife and his newborn okay because i'm like he just disappeared like Mm-mm. yeah his wife was like like a life or death situation mm. all right mm. frank so um nfl cbs nfl on cbs posted this today and these are the landing spots for Lamar Jackson. So you have the Jets, the Falcons, Dolphins, Panthers, Patriots, and Washington Commanders. So my question I had asked them was where out of these six teams, where do what? Where did she just go? The connection probably fell. Her phone probably died. 
No, I heard you. Um, I had a work call. I heard you. Um. Oh, okay. So, so my, out of these six, where do you see him fitting? I say Miami. I could also maybe see Falcons if they rebrand the right way. So I told you this. I think Miami should sell out and go get them. I saw something on Twitter where they said Patriots is another spot. I don't see the Pats with without a proper offensive coordinator. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. and you well, know, they're shopping Pat, for one this week too. They, they are shopping them. for one, but you know the Pats are in my feet. In my opinion, they're like still kind of rebuilding. They don't really they have mm-hmm. a good defense, but they don't have a great offense. And it, to me, Lamar's at a point now where it's either it's getting close to now or never. You know what I'm saying? And I think the Dolphins are already made team. I think they have the the best, arguably one of the best the receiving duos in the league with uh, Waddle and Hill. Gisecki is turning into a great tight end. I think they have two good running backs in Moster and Wilson Jr. So, you know, and I, who's their, like, their little slot receiver or whatever? They have a third string that's out there. So I think with Lamar going there and Mike McDaniels is a good offensive-minded head coach. So I think he goes there. And they have a shot. You know, if he goes to the Pats, I don't think it will work. Panthers, uh, Samantha's Samantha's keeping his job. (laughs) Well, the Panthers, no. Jets, uh, I don't know why Jets is number one. It's a defensive coordinator that's a head coach. Um, I don't think it's like ranked. I just think those uh, are like six teams. Yeah. yeah, I would say Dolphins one. And if you, if I had to go with a second, maybe the Falcons, Cordell Patterson as a running back. Um, they got that. Remember, Kyle Ridley comes back yeah. next season, too. He also uh, got Kyle Pitts. No, but he come to us. Yeah, Ridley's going back to the Jags. Remember, they traded for him. Oh, yeah, I forgot that was the trade. Um, the, yeah, so, but, I mean, they still got people, though. I mean, the Falcons, and like Nikki said, they re- their records was whacking that division. So, I mean, they're going to get a good draft pick. And I don't know what the cap salaries look. That's another thing. Cap salaries going to pay into all this. Because if you can't afford to pay Lamar, Lamar at least something close to what he wanted, then and then that's something you're gonna give him all that money and handcuff your team. But I say Dolphins and and um I don't even know what Dolphins, Dolphins and Falcons maybe. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll I'll support that. Nikki. Oh, so I don't know because I don't understand. Um, like, um. Like the the team, like the only thing yeah. I would know which team actually needs a quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Uh, besides that, I don't understand the the team scheme. Like you know how you mm. like oh they're building around. I don't I don't understand that. So I don't know. I mean, would would it be safe? Not safe, but I mean, would it be interesting to add two other teams to this? I mean, I mean, depending on what Brady decides to do, I mean, wouldn't he fit okay? In Tampa, or wouldn't he fit okay in New Orleans? Mm. Mm. That's a good, yeah, New Orleans. Mm. I didn't even think about New Orleans. Mm. Now, my next huh. question <laughs> mm. um, is <laughs> you think Zach Wilson's going to make a Lamar Jackson's life a little bit hell if he lands. He's going to tie his shoes together. You know, he's going to tie his shoes. He's going <laughs> to steal his jock strap or whatever. Remember, Zach Wilson said it. He said, Oh, let a better quarterback come to my team. I'll show him. He knows if Lamar comes there, that's Lamar's job. Ain't, ain't, no, ain't no team where Lamar goes to, he's going to be the backup. He's not competing for the starting position. That's right. Yeah, he's. 
it, it, these six teams, Wilson's sitting down. Uh, uh, well, they don't even know who the quarterback going to be in Atlanta, so that's an easy win. Tua gone. Uh, Sam, it's Samantha going to sit down. Uh, New England, Mac yeah. Jones gone. I don't care what Belichick said. Oh, we could. They're going to fight for it. No, they're not. You're not going to pay that guy to come there and not give him the starting position. And the Washington Commanders don't have a quarterback. You know what I'm saying? So, um, we already know Heineke ain't going to do it, and Wentz ain't socket to Wentz nobody in a long time. So. <laughs> Okay. <clears throat> the next topic we have. So NFL also posted po- first year coach grades. So you have according to Cody Benjamin again. Star friend Cody. Um so the rookie, so Kevin O'Connell got a B plus. Brian Dable A minus. Matt got a D plus and Mike got a C plus. Veterans, Josh McDaniels, D plus, Doug Peterson, A minus, Todd Bowles, D plus, Dennis Allen, C minus. And the interim coaches, Steve Wilkes, A minus, Jerry, B plus, and Jeff Saturday, D plus. <clears throat> Dave, I, I don't agree. Mm-hmm. Dave, definitely agree with. Uh, Doug Peterson, mm-hmm. the same thing. I think that's been the biggest difference in, in Jack's. Um, out of interims, I really don't have an opinion on that. But the two top A A with Dable and and A with Doug, I I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, Tom Bowles, I think he's getting that grade because all he did was fleet up. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. but they they didn't do shit. So yeah, D plus is fine. And a Mike McDaniel, I don't know. I I think maybe a C plus is kind of high. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. I was thinking that maybe a C minus. Yeah, when you have all that talent, I mean, and and Tua was playing well for at least some part of the season. It's gonna be kind of hard to lose games, you know what I mean? Like, it. I think C plus isn't you. You got too much talent on there. To, what the wide receivers run faster than cars, you know what I'm saying? So I mean, nah, I I don't think you should get a C plus, but A minus for Dable Hill, I give him an A plus. To be honest, true. And and Doug Peterson A plus, but um everybody... Saturday a D plus, I would say probably a, a D minus. <laughs> but no, I mean it's hard for the interims. And and y'all y'all agree cool. It you... is. Like but you also gotta I'll oh, go ahead. No, no, I was gonna say it it's hard. It's hard. Like mm-hmm. what did he do? He didn't have a full season to he, he didn't get to pick the offensive line, the deep, excuse me, the players, the head coaches. He just fleeted up. Oh, he came in. Um, same thing with Steve Wilkes and J- Jerry Roseberg. But he came in at the perfect time because he also came in around the time Samantha was getting off of IR and they started winning. Yeah, and winning. It's good for him, but mm-hmm. at least you know it's hard because these guys didn't inherit. Just like Josh McDaniels, you give him a D plus. Yeah, you know they all that talent, but again, he didn't pick Derek Carr as quarterback. You know what I'm saying? He mm-hmm. didn't. You, you're inheriting the team. The only person there that I agree with, I think, is Dennis Allen because he was the defensive coordinator of somebody. Yep. And Todd Bowles because they were already part of the organization. So at one point, they had an input on something. So I agree with them getting that grade. But like Josh, it's his first year and with a team that he didn't inherit. You know, we already know that Derek Carr's gone. You know what I'm saying? So, but I think Dable, A plus, uh, Doug, Dougie P, another A plus because they changed the culture. Look what he's doing with Danny Dimes. He's turning Danny Dimes into a a franchise quarterback. 
Yeah, and he's not making excuses. He's not saying, oh, he sucks. And look look at the difference between how they're playing on offense and how Buffalo's playing on offense. You mentioned it earlier, the turnovers, the 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 plays. Mm-hmm. Who left? Brian Dable. Sean McDermott's what? A defensive coach. When you had a person like Dable, when you got a person like uh, 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 offensive mind there to control that. You don't have to worry about that. You know, when Belichick mm-hmm. had Josh McDaniels for them years, he didn't have to worry about offense. He could focus on the defense. So now it's like, look at how the Giants are playing. Dable's showing you that he has a formula to developing plays that work. I'm not going to say winning, but plays that work. That's it for me. Jim? I, I, I would, uh, I agree with Frank. Uh, with Brian DeBall and uh, and Doug Peterson, this fucking girl. Sorry, she wants to get out, but they're going yeah. So, so the thing with Brian and Doug, I 100% agree. I think that should both be A plus. I think because let me let her out. Hold on, I, I want to give you guys an explanation. Luna, hey, still if she was out, send her back in here. Um, and the reason I'm going to go with the A-plus is because, let me say, that's a true definition of these coaches, of the rookie head coach and the veteran, of go, go into a, an organization and turn it around. And not just that, but you got them to a place where you weren't expected to get them to. And on both sides of the team, um, in my opinion, I think that the Jaguars had the more toxic uh, situation, given the situation uh, on Urban. Mm-hmm. Um but as far as grading them on what they did to turn the franchise around, I'll have to give them an A plus. I do. Uh, I don't know. With, with Mike McDaniel, and I would. They, I would I was, mm-hmm. Sorry, I was gonna say, and they all they did it in year one. It didn't take them year two, year three. They did it in year one. Yeah, yeah. Which they, is they got an also hard to do. Yeah, which is you know hard to do. Mm. Um, <clears throat> with uh, with Kevin O'Connell. As, as successful as he was this year, I'll probably give him a C plus, maybe a B minus, because um, that's that's a true definition of um, there wasn't no adjustments. It was the same thing all year round. I wish I would have seen a little bit more uh, on the defense. Um, I was about to say and, that on the defense side. And uh, Mike McDaniel, I don't know. I think I would either leave him there or um, that situation over there was straight turmoil. Um, once that that tour. Uh, what do you call it? Concussion happened. The very first one, it was downhill from there. It was never the yeah. same. And he had to work with what he had to work with. Um, so as a rookie head coach, I think he did all right. You know, he got them to the playoffs. Shoot. Um, he, he executed his assignment and then it went the ultimate goal, but it is what it is. And uh, what's his name on here? I didn't even think oh, that we Jerry didn't even talk about Jerry Roseburg. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say that Jerry Dew shouldn't even be on here. This dude was the, uh, what, the assistant GM or something like that took over. Mm-hmm. And then Josh McDaniel, he should get a capital F, a F minus, a Z. Give him a Z. He took a team that was in the playoffs last year, a quarterback that was given a hell of a contract, a hell of a freaking wide receiver, and he blew the lead in multiple games. He should get fired. Give him a Z. A Z. A Z minus. A Z for what? Z stands for what? Yours is fired? Yours is fired? Zoom. Zoom his ass Zoom. out of there. <laughs> that's what I think about that dude. And that's it. Oh, and Jeff Saturday. God, Lee, just give him a uh, like a satisfactory, like an F, just to get back at it. 
Mm. Nikki? I don't got nothing to say. I think it's great. We can't see you. You agree um, with with this with these with these grades? Um, I I mean, hold on, let me see. If you had to pick one that stands out the most that you should either go up or down, who would it be? Saturday. Yeah, I'm about to say because he he ain't playing this week. The student ain't playing this week. Hold on, the only reason why I don't, I, D's all right with me is because I'm sorry. I, I think the um, coach was going downhill anyway. Like, I, I didn't see no improvement with their picks anyway. You get what I'm saying? Like, I didn't see no real improvement with the team. So, whoever got the team, I, I didn't. I didn't expect the team to do anything. So you know, that D plus is it D plus? It's neither here or there for me. Like you know what I mean? I don't. I I don't think. I don't think he could have got anything higher. Mm. They 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 didn't set him up, or the team was not set up for success anyway. To me, you know what I'm saying? Like, so that's that's what that is. Um, what's this? The um, hold on. Let me let me school music. Um. Yeah. So um, I wouldn't up or down anybody. Um. Yeah. Yep. I mean, you gotta you gotta be realistic here. Oh. Um. Some of the team that scored low. Um. Like what? What, what did the team really have going? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they shouldn't even be graded. I guess the they only one problem is the the Raiders because, like you said, they were they did great last year, and then they added pieces to their team with with um Devontae Adam and stuff like that. So that D plus is is deserving. You know what I'm saying? It probably should be low because he had a better team. You get what I'm saying? And they didn't they didn't plan out to what it is, but everybody else. I mean, the Dolphins, he's a rookie, I'm thinking, so it's whatever. So I don't know. I already I already told you. I argued the Bucks the first game. Like, yo, they're not they they're they're not great. So for them to end up under five hundred, I, I, I called it the very first game. Um, so yeah. I guess the two uh the what's it called? The Giants and the Jaguars, those are the only two things that I'm like, and obviously I'm going to say the Jaguars did good, right? If 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 y'all remember, I was I wasn't upset with us picking Doug Peterson. I was upset with them making seem like Doug Peterson was going to take us. Oh, okay, damn! I didn't even notice that my camera was off. <laughs> um, that he was going to be the saver of the Jacks, and look, Lord and behold, we 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 have. We're a different team, so I mean, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. My parents keep playing with Toby and making him bark. Okay, last thing. So this is your 2022-2023 sack leaders. So you have Nick Bosa. Oh. 
Huh? And let's go. We're 18.5. I can't see. Okay. Can y'all see it? I can see. I can see it. Yeah. So he's our leader. And that's in tier one and tier two. You have Hassan Reddick. His name is Hassan, right? Hassan. Hassan. 16. And also Miles Garrett was 16. Tier three, you have Chris Jones. Judon and Highsmith or Judon and Chris Jones both have 15.5 and Alex Highsmith at 14.5. Tier three, you have Micah Parsons with 13.5, JJ Watt with 12.5, along with Max Crosby, Brian Burns, and then you have Williams with 12. And then tier four, you have Deron Payne and Uche with 11.5. Graham and Hargrave and Josh Sweat all have 11, all from the same team. That's good. Mm-hmm. And down in tier five, you have Cam Hayward, Hunter, and Hunter with 10.5. Then you have Zadarius Smith with 10. And then 9.5, you have Houston, Yannick. Ngakwe. Don't know how to say his last, his name. Yeah. Uh, Darrell Taylor and Aiden Hutchinson all with 9.5. Usu. I do not know how to pronounce that. Yeah, he African, no Wusu. The the two Seahawks players. <laughs> yeah, no Wusu and Taylor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh the this thing. I'm I'm Bose is a beast, man. Bose mm-hmm. the healthy is a beast. Um this look at look how many people the Eagles got. What four? Eagles four. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eagles got four. <clears throat> Um, there were two sacks away, two sacks away from breaking the NFL record. As a combined team, as a combined team, yeah. Damn. Yep, Eagles got four. The Vikings, the Steelers, the Seahawks have two. And yeah. yeah, and the Pats have two. Yeah, so does yeah Pats Steelers. I mean, and- they, they were good defenses. But also, Aiden Hutchinson, 9.5 sacks his rookie season. That's that's phenomenal. Yes, that is. Where's he at? Where's he at? Where's he at? Where's he at? At the bottom. Bottom and tier, that's the 9.5. Lions. I mean, they turn it around, mm-hmm. too. I, I, you know, it, it's crazy that the, the, the Vikings have two people with combined 20.5 sacks, and yet their defense <laughs> wasn't even top 10. Um, Eagles up there. Uh, damn, Bosa 18 and a half by himself, and there's no other 49 playing there. Just him, but yeah, that is crazy. But you know what's crazier, Frank? You have the Patriots with the total of 27 sacks <sighs> with two players, two. Yeah, well, that defense was good, and, yeah. Eagles got like a hundred with those four. Yeah, they got. 30, <laughs> I'm not doing that bad. <laughs> and thirty-three and sixteen. That's forty-nine. No, thirty-three and sixteen. Yeah, yeah, forty-nine. Forty-nine. Smith really stepped up. I was very proud of him, especially with TJ being out seven weeks, eight weeks. Yeah, no, that's that's. I mean, that's good. They balled out. But look at the teams that are there, <laughs> with the exception maybe the Cardinals and Washington. I gotta look at their stats to see if they were top five or even top ten. But for the most part, uh, Eagles definitely top five. 
Seahawks, I mean, 49ers top five. Um, Patriots top 10, I want to say. And this is scoring. Now, we're not talking about yards allowing and stuff like that because a lot of teams give up a lot of yards between the 20 and the 20. You just won't give up points. So, and that's mm-hmm. what you kind of want. But, yeah, that's that's a good – I mean, Bosa, that's what's up. Wasn't he injured last year? Mm-hmm. And then he came back – Nick, and then his brother was injured this year. Oh, <laughs> his brother went in the other they day. They swapped. So, all right. And then last we have is June's topic and then predictions. All right, June, take it away. All right. So, um, so this is, uh, this is just something I'm thinking about. Right. And and I wanted to see, um, I wanted to see where, where you guys were. Right. So, so this question is called the, the postseason question of the week. So leading into this postseason, right. With the teams that are, are, are playing this weekend, uh, if you had to question a team or a situation moving forward, uh, what would it be? And it's just one question from all of us, and I'll kick it off, right? So given that the Jags played a hell of a game, right, they went up 27 – I mean, uh, the uh, Chargers went up 27 nothing, and the Jags came back and won 31 to uh, 30. Um, if the Jags were playing the Kansas City Chiefs, would the adjustment have been made by Andy Reid or Mahomes? And would that lead, you know, would that lead still hold leading into the fourth quarter? Because the Jags played a hell of a game for the next three quarters after that. Anyone? Yes, I think Andy Reid would have made the adjustments. But according to Peyton Manning, there's no adjustments when you go into halftime. What they do is they go use the bathroom, eat some oranges, and the <laughs> come back. Off. That's what he said on Monday Night Football. No, I do think – well, see, this is the difference between – what you're bringing up is a great point, right? But look who you bring. Look who you mentioned is Andy Reid. Up until he won that Super Bowl – he was the only coach with the most wins without a Super Bowl ring. Andy Reid went to four NFC championships in a row. Went to one Super Bowl and lost. Then he went to another one and won. Um, he has Patrick Mahomes, who, let's just say that this year, has adjusted very well to losing his weapon. It hasn't been pretty, but they found ways to win. They they lost offensive linemen. Andy Reid in the offseason fixed it. They lost the number one receiver in, a, in, a, in Andy Reid in the offseason. Off fixed it. So yes, I believe that Andy Reid would have did what he had to do to maintain the lead they had. And I believe that's the difference between Brett, what's his name, Staley and Andy Reid. And they fired Lombardi for it, right? Which I don't think Lombardi was the issue because he did great in, San, in, in New Orleans. You know, but yes, to answer your question, yes, I think Andy Reid would have made the adjustments to maintain the lead. At least, or try to maintain it. You know, they would have probably ran the ball more. I don't know. Okay, so I think anybody would have made the adjustment, right? I think the Chargers. I don't know. I just think that sometimes play up uh, teams be like, don't, don't, don't do anything different. Just keep doing what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes I feel like they feel like if they make 
I don't want to say drastic, but if they make a change, it might not be for the betterment of the team. Um, and that's what I was saying about the Jazz. I think in our head, it was just like the game ain't over until it's over, you know. Um, and on top, um, we have we and I don't know, like we have absolutely nothing to lose. Like, if we lose, the attaboy is still there for the Jags. You know what I'm saying? Like, that if we lose this week, people will still talk about how tremendous Doug Peterson did. <laughs> the good work he has done in the short time that he's been with the Jags. So we have nothing to lose. Anything that we do is only to gain. You know what I'm saying? At this point, um, and I think that's the mindset that we're going in with, you know? So because we have that mindset, it will be who of whoever we're going against that, hey, if the game is starting to tilt, then we might have to adjust because they have nothing to lose. You know what I mean? It, it, it's worse when it's okay to lose. It's worse when you lose to a team that people like, yo, really? They were just playing Pop Warner <laughs> the other day. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, I think Andy Reid will, um, will adjust. Let's be honest. Because we beat the Chargers, because the way we play, we beat any team that we play now will adjust. They were like, yo, don't sleep on the Jags because they were losing 27 to zero. And at the end of the day, they won by one point. One. So anybody will just, especially at this point. Now, I think if we would play the Chief last week, I think they would have adjusted. But I think in the back of certain people's minds, once you have such a deep lead, it's like, oh, we good. You get what I'm saying? All right, we can give them a touchdown here. All right, we can mm -hmm. give them a touchdown there. You know what I'm saying? Shit, he threw four picks. You know what I'm saying? All we got to do is do this and do that. I think it just became really crucial um, because the momentum never switched back to the Chargers. You know what I'm saying? So um, that's when it became crucial. And any team, like I say, any team that we play now, they're not going to sleep on the Jags because they're going to be like, they got nothing to lose. That's what I think. And that's what makes you guys that much more dangerous. Right. To be honest with you, the adjustment was made, but it wasn't by the Chargers. It was by the Jags. Bree, do you uh, have, have a question? For <clears throat> um, no, because they've really much covered everything. Um, my question going into this postseason is, can Josh Allen make the mistakes that he made against the Dolphins? and still pull out a win against the Bengals, knowing how that Bengals defense was playing this past week. So this is all I'm going to say about that, right? I, so I I have started to understand or learn that sometimes we can't look at how a team plays one week to another. You get what I'm saying? Like, um, I, I honestly think that the Bills thought they were going to beat the Dolphins. Yeah, they mistake here, they mistake there, but we all thought they were going to beat the Dolphins, and that's what happened. He threw four picks. That's more than just a mistake here and there. It's four picks. Yeah, but so did Trevor, and we won the I game. I know. So, but that's the point I'm making. Okay, mm -hmm. even with the four picks, they still won. So I think in the back of their mind, it's like, hey, we fucked up here, we fucked up, but we're, you know, hey, if our defense do this, we're going to still win the game. Like, you got to remember that Josh Allen. Um, through four picks, right? 
But when the Dolphins offense is on, it's not Josh Allen, Josh Allen that they're playing against. They're playing against the defense. So it doesn't matter how many picks he throws. If the defense stay on top of it, because it, it's a living proof for the Jaguars, if the mm-hmm. defense stay on top of it, then it balances itself out. Hopefully. Hopefully. And that's just what happened. Um, for some reason, and we know this to be true, some teams that we expect to win play down to another team. And I'm not saying down like the Dolphins was, you know, but they were the weaker. They, You know, they were the, the lesser team, unfortunately, going into that game. I don't think – now, hold on, because I said this during the season when the Bills were doing so good, and I'm like, I think Josh is trying too much, too much too hard. And because he's doing that, he's making stupid mistakes. Like, um, the Bills ain't no punk team. The Bengals ain't no punk team. It's It takes down one stupid mistake to turn it around. And I said that early on this season, like, Josh, don't make – just – just play your game. And if you play your game, then you you probably can be victorious. Now let's not let's not sit here and act like the Bengals um line has improved tremendously. They haven't. That has still that is still a problem. Um and the Bills um defense is a real team. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I think that because they know that, hey, this is competition and with the, the momentum going because they didn't get to play the game, it's gonna be Heighten. I think they're both going to rise up to the um, – they're going to both rise up. And whoever has less mistake or whatever team um, plays the hardest will win the game. It is what it is. That is a toss-up. The Bills and the, the Bengals is a toss-up. And it is what it is. I just think that us trying to – I think we're – this season for me, trying to play off of how a team played the week prior – has sometimes led us down the wrong path. Yeah, but that's why my question was, can he make the mistakes that he made against the Bengals' defense? But the Bengals' defense didn't play all that great the last two games yeah. either. But that's the point so, I'm making. Like, he, he can probably make the mistake and the defense step up. So going into the, the postseason, the standings right now, Buffalo's the number one defense. In yards per game, yards per game. Now, if you go points per game allowed, then you got Dallas and Bengals because they only allow 14 and 17 points. Um, but the teams that are out of the playoffs are at the bottom, Minnesota, Chargers, Bucks, Dolphins, and Seahawks. So, no, I don't think they would have won. I think that um, – well, let's see. We saw Joe Burrow be down 21 points to the Chiefs in the AFC Championship, and come back and win. We've seen Joe Burrow time and time again come back, knock off deficits like it's nothing, and come back and win. I'm a firm believer, and I picked the Bills to go to Super Bowl. I did, but in my, I'm starting to regret that pick because I believe the sleeper team is the is is the the Bengals, and I believe that if it wasn't for the the cardiac arrest on the field that day, the Bengals was going to beat them. That's just the way they were moving the ball against that defense. Um, first downs, they were getting them. Um, and, yeah, we came back and changed it. You know, we don't know. The game never really finished. So, but I think if you give if you give Joe Shiesty four picks, he, he's he's going to at least get two touchdowns. He's going to score three, three of the four. You know what I'm saying? And that's because we've seen his, his resume. 
Now, everybody keeps going back to this game against the Ravens. It's the third time they played this team this season. It's a divisional game that makes a big difference. We've seen teams like the Eagles and Giants that have nothing to play for give you a great game because it's divisional. They know each other's uh, tendencies. They know each other's, uh, uh, you know, stuff. And and it's it, it sometimes get hard. How many new plays can you create in a matter of a week to make it harder for the other team? So I don't put a lot of – me personally as a football fan, you know, as us doing this podcast, I don't put a lot of stake on how they struggled because they played this team twice already this year. And they played them a week ago. That makes a big difference when you play, and that's what the that's what the Bengals were upset about when the NFL canceled the game, didn't let them play for anything. They said, "Oh, you won the North, and now you play the Ravens at home again." So it's like, you know, that's that's it's hard to beat a team back to back in a matter of a week. It's it's not not too many people do it. You know what I'm saying? And we've seen the Bengals beat the Chiefs three times in a year. So I mean, I think they would have adjusted. I think they would have been fine. They would have made them pay for it. That's just me. I say no. I say yes for a second, just based on the offense. They still put up points and they still won. But I also say they they can't because they let they kept they let Kyler Thompson score. Um, what is it? Thirty points? Something like that? Thirty one points? Thirty one points? Kyler Thompson scored thirty one points against the Bills. If 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 it was Joe Burrow in the back of that Dolphins jersey, it would probably be double that. So that's why I say no, based on the, the Bills' defense on what they allow Kyler Thompson to do. Bro, Joe Burrow on the Dolphins, they're the number one seed. Oh, 100%. Hands down. Joe Burrow. Hands down. With Waddle and Tyreek Hill on the outside, they're the number one seed. They will be undefeated. Look what he does with a beat-up offensive line. Uh, uh, it, Bro, look, man. <laughs> that There's... there's Joe Shiesty is 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 the truth. That's just me. So, All right. Nick, that you was my question. question. Yeah, that was good. That's actually a good one. Oh, I don't got no question. Um, so I'm trying to do what you guys did. I'm I'm I'm, a little, I'm nuking it. I really am. Um, okay. Based on the Dallas's domination over the Tampa Bay Bucks. Do you feel that we're going to get that same Dak Prescott going into the 49ers game? Yes. And I'm going to answer this first. Okay. And the only reason I'm going to say yes is because solely on what I explained earlier a little bit, solely based on the 49ers schedule leading into the into the postseason, which is making the 49ers look really good. If we get the same deck that we got this past Saturday, the same deck that we got uh, against the, the the Eagles minus the the interceptions, if we get that same deck, it wouldn't be a shocker to me if they beat the 49ers at all. So I think that that that's that. I think Dak know how important this game is. You get what I'm saying? Um, and if you want me to be honest, I think the coaching was was better. The coaching they threw some plays that I ain't never seen the Cowboys ever 
that little stupid um thingy and that took the thing in. I swear to God, Dak passed that ball. I don't know how the ball was still in his damn lap. I knew he passed the damn ball. You know what I'm saying? Um, they they I, I think and on top, there was no like in Dak's eyes, he knew he <laughs> That was the so, so in the zone. Like, I don't think I swear to God, I don't think that that blinked the whole fucking game. Like he was just in it. And I think it, he knows how important the game is. Again, I told you, you know, the 49ers knocked them off last year. You get what I'm saying? Um if, if that plays the same way he played last week, um, now, and I'm going to say this before I say that. I think this game, I, I really can't tell you who's going to win. But if that plays, like how that played against the Buccaneers, Dallas is going to win the game. It you know when the last time Dak played that good? Before he broke his ankle. So. Bree? <clears throat> I'm going to keep mine really, really short because – Mine's on need an explanation. I'm going to say, so your question was, is he going to play that? Is he going to play up to that caliber again? Um, Did you say that? I thought you say if he played this good, do you think? Yeah. Like, he... Is he going to play up to the same caliber next week or this upcoming week? Yeah. I'm going to say no. And I'm just going to keep it short and simple. That 49ers defense is about to put pressure on that man, and he's not going to know what to do. And that's all I'm going to say. So I, I'm going to say this. That threw the ball in the locker room, they still caught a touchdown. That, <laughs> that, that was throwing the ball away, and they still caught a touchdown, okay? that There was nothing that could do wrong. Like, them first two drives, the receivers dropped the ball. After that, they were catching everything. I mean – he picked apart that defense in the middle of the field with the tight ends. The the, mm-hmm. the the play that you're talking about that he snuck it around, that Peyton Manning did the same thing. It was oh, it, yeah, it, yeah, in 2013. Yeah, 2013. And and even we was watching, that was the only brief second I watched the ESPN two with the Mannings and Dion. And Dion said, How could you not see that coming if you was on defense? Because they bit it, they bit hard. They went straight to the middle, and it yeah. was nobody to cover the outside. Um but the difference is, like Bree said, that San Francisco defense, one player has 18.5 sacks, and Bosa's playing lights out. They got Warner, one of the best middle linebackers in the middle of the field. The, the, the secondary could be suspect, but that front puts pressure. And then you got Don't McC- forget about their safeties and corners. Yeah. Then you got then you got McCaffrey playing the best football he's played in a long time. You got Debo Samuel back. You got Brandon Ayuk. You got the best tight end in the business in uh Kettle. Kettle. And you got a the one of the best fullbacks in the business in Uchek. Mm-hmm. You got Rock Purdy. Well, yo, Rock Purdy's playing phenomenal for a rookie. The, the way the San Francisco 49ers lose this game is if Purdy doesn't show up. Yeah. If rookie Purdy shows up. And not the Purdy that's playing, they losing. Because there's only so much the defense could do, right? But there hasn't been a rookie quarterback to go to the Super Bowl yet. Mm. In the history of the NFL. Not one. So, 
But yeah, I, I, I think he'll make it interesting if he plays like he did, but I think you get one of those games every once in a while. And the, and I think Nikki's even said it. Cowboys have been inconsistent. You don't know what you're gonna get from week in and week out. You know, June, you've been you've been killing the Cowboys all season. You you have Cowboy toilet paper in your house, so people can wipe their butt with it. That's how much you think about it. So don't come now saying he played that great. You just want to see them in the NFC so you can beat them again in the in the championship and then talk that trash. We ain't sleep, June. Wait, what, 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 Frank, what did I ask no, him? What did oh, I oh. ask him? What did oh. I ask him on the weekend? He don't want to no. see the 49ers in the NFC championships. No, as a matter of fact, I said I want to see the 49ers the first quarter, the Kansas City Chiefs in the second, the Bills in the third, and the Bengals in the fourth. That's what that's I want to see right there. Let's go. You only named but, one um, NFC team and three AFC teams, but yeah. go ahead. <laughs> And that's what I want to see because we're gonna beat the rest, so there ain't no no point. Oh, okay. But um, <clears throat> but my thing is, man, they they made a crazy interesting point. This that's the first game that Dak played where he was so mobile, and they compared Dak last Saturday to Mahomes. So on the playoffs, you saved your legs for the postseason, right? And it made so much sense, right, given his injury and everything like that. I personally felt that he was afraid to get re-injured. And it's okay because I don't know what he went through. But I would have probably been the same. So we I don't want to get re-injured or whatever. So, <laughs> so my thing is if Dak becomes that much of a mobile quarterback and utilizes Gallup height, Lamb's speed, and Pollard's running game, Notice I didn't say Z because I don't think he got one. Mm. Um, that team will give the 49ers a run. That 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 team will give the 49ers defense a run and win that game. It's all on that. So can I ask y'all a question? Because I thought it was just me. Was it every time that Z got the ball, he got stuffed? Like Man, mm-hmm. Zeke ain't in. Let Paula get the ball. You got positive yardage. Eleven yards. Yep. I Set think it's a dump. They should dump Zeke. Zeke is done. He got his money. Um, he don't care. Um, before we end and go into our predictions, I have a question. So, in your opinion, uh, I guess Gronkowski said on a podcast or interview about MVPs versus rings. Um, I think I shared it in the chat. Did I did I share mm-hmm. it? Yeah. Read it. Hold on. Was it an IG? It was IG, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So Sports Illustrated put something out that Gronkowski said, bro, why are you thinking MVP? Super Bowls are five times greater than an MVP award. It should be Super Bowls. You should never be thinking MVP. Rob Gronkowski in response to Rogers saying could win another MVP via up and Adams. How do you feel about that? A hundred percent. Like, so, so, I don't know. The only reason why I said a hundred percent was A-Ron sucked. I, I don't care what nobody said. He is self-centered. And that shit irritates me. He is so self-centered. That's another Nick, another check mark in your in, in, in your um your resume. But when you got a ring, it speaks volumes. Mm-hmm. Like, bro. And it's your shit, it's not even unanimous. I mean, if it was, then may, may, maybe I'll give you a you know what? But it's not. Get out of here. And sometimes, so, isn't the yard that said last year he won it, but Brady had better stats than him? So mm-hmm. how much was the real win? 
It was it was better accepting touchdown interception ratio. But it's something June said early in the season. And Bri, I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry. He said um they just pick up different stats now to show who they want to show. And and on one of the one of the show uh, networks, they said that it's no longer about yardage completions attempts. It's about all oh, touchdown interception ratio or how many 20 yard passes you throw downfield or whatever, you know. They they paint the picture narrative. Um, I believe that when it comes to MVPs, because I saw it with Brady and, and Manning so much, I think they know who's not gonna win. So they give you the MVP because they know that's gonna help your stats to get into the suit, like get into the 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 Hall of Fame, you know. Um if if like LeBron said in basketball, MVP should be the player that without that team, without that player in the team, they wouldn't win. You know what I'm saying? That's why June could make an argument for Hertz as MVP because without him, they'd be the water boy. Anyway, Bree, what you was gonna say? I'm sorry. So, yes, I agree. Super Bowls are more important than MVPs. But I did my research after you posted that, right? Mm -hmm. Because I saw it. I saw it earlier throughout the day. And what the media doesn't show you is that they just, you know, clip that part of. Aaron Rodgers saying, I think I could win another MVP. But he was asked, do you think you could win another MVP before you hang up, before you hang it up? So he goes, yeah, I think I could win another one. But they didn't show the question that he was asked prior to it. So it makes him look even more and more self-centered and more diva-ish than, you know, what he is. So he was simply answering the question of he, yes, he thinks he could win one more MVP before he hangs up his jerseys for good. I, I think I got that. Cause I, I heard the clip. I heard it on, mm-hmm. I want to say speak. They played it, but I still agree with Grant though. I mean, that's one mm-hmm. thing Brady said. Brady never cared about the NFL MVP. He said, because when, that doesn't matter if you don't get the ring. Mm-hmm. I'd rather get the ring. So and- yeah. So that clip but in that whole entire so for like that whole like 10 minutes that they were speaking to rogers they were speaking they had they for like 10 minutes prior they were talking about um his super bowl win against the pittsburgh steelers and stuff and then they moved on to all of his success that he's had with all his mvp wins right Mm -hmm. they also asked him does he want to win another super bowl and he did say yes like yes i would like another ring i want two rings then when they got onto his, they started talking about his MVP. They asked him that question: Do you think you could win another MVP before you hang up your jerseys for good? So mm-hmm. it wasn't like he never brought up the Super Bowl or anything. They already talked about his Super Bowl in 2011, and then him saying like, "Yeah, like he's he does want to win another Super Bowl before he does hang up his cleats." Then when they started talking about all his MVP awards, they asked him, "Do you think you'll win another one before you hang up your cleats?" June, in your opinion, do you think it's easier to win an MVP, NFL MVP, than a Super Bowl? Yes. Okay. I think it's easier to win an MVP than than a Super Bowl. Uh-huh. Now, your team going into the back, going into the division round, they like been. I want to say one of the number one top offenses and top defenses. Are you concerned at all? Being that the Chargers at one point went into the playoffs with the number one offense and the number one defense and still didn't make it to the Super Bowl? No. The only concern that I have is Hurts getting hit and re-injuring that shoulder a lot more than what it is. The the offense and defense, 
I think the defense is going to step up big in the in the postseason, and I think the offense is going to do what it do. But all it takes, man, that O line, um, what's his name? Um, Kelsey didn't give up one sack this entire season. The only player in NFL not to do that was him this mm-hmm. entire season. And all it takes is for this for him to give up one sack and he gets it awkwardly and then it's a wrap. Okay, that's fair enough. Are right, y'all ready? Mm-hmm. Yep. Nikki, you so, got it? So, divisional round weekend. Okay, so you got divisional rounds. On Saturday, January 21st, we have Jaguars at Kansas City, June. God, why you got to start with me? Jeez, where I go? Uh, you can start with me, James. I'm going to go with Kansas City this time. Not that the Jags can't win, but I don't think it's the Jags' time this year. Okay, Nikki said Jags. June said Frank. So I'm going to go against my better judgment because I'm a hater and I want the Chiefs not to go to AFC Championship five years in a row. So I'm going with the Jags to keep the Cinderella story going one more game to the AFC Championship. One we know the Chiefs are going to win, but we, no, we got I'm going to pray because I, I just don't like the stat. You know what I'm saying? I feel people forget what other teams have done before. It's like Mahomes farts and throw the balls. Like, oh, my God, nobody's ever done that. So, um, yeah, I'm going Jags with the upset. I mean, I'm, I'm delusional right now, but it's okay. It's fine. Me too. <laughs> I'm going to go Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, where did... He probably <laughs> connection. Oh. Yo, some tickets are 183. Which one? The Jags and Chiefs are starting at 183, $183. That's not terrible. That's not that's bad. That's the cheapest tickets. This put this. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, that's but, not bad. But Arrowhead always have cheap tickets. Well, I'll tell you what the Cowboys and 49ers is hearing about when you when <laughs> Oh you- no, we saw it. We saw it. <laughs> we we saw June. I think June posted it. The 49ers and the tickets, yeah. Okay. Um, next we have Giants at Philadelphia, June. I know, Nikki. Mm. I think it's gonna be Philly. Uh, I... Go with your gut, buddy. Go with your gut. Yeah, it's I know it's gonna be Philly. Giants hasn't beat them this whole year. Granted, I understand the divisional game. Um, but I think this is the Giants. Um their last run was last week. So I am going to go Eagles. I think the Eagles will come out strong and probably get a good comfortable lead ahead of front and then let the defense do what they do. Okay, next we have on Sunday, January 22nd. Oh, also Saturday, January 21st, huh? Oh, I'm going Eagles, sorry. It smells like an Eagles win. That's also... It smells like shit. (laughs) (laughs) That is also June's birthday and Toby's birthday. It is! Oh, wow, okay. Um, And then on Sunday, January 22nd, we have the Bills at Bengals. I meant the Bengals at Bills, June. Hmm. Um, I got the bills. 
Nikki. I got two minutes. Mm, all right. I'm ugh. I'm gonna go Bengals. Right. I think the Bills I I I, I pick Bills to go to Super Bowl versus Eagles, so I'm gonna go Bills, but in my heart, I think the Bengals are gonna win. Mm. I I'm going Bengals as well. I think the Bengals are gonna win that game. I think and the then, Bills are gonna win, but where are they playing? In, in, and in Buffalo? No. No, they're no, they're playing. Remember, it has to be a neutral. Oh yeah. It has to be a neutral. Oh, I thought place. the AFC championship was neutral. No, but... the the AFC championships is the neutral one on January twenty seventh. Yeah. yeah. So they're going to. The NFL is stupid with that. They're going to uh, all. Oh, going to Orchard they're Park. going to Buffalo. I mean, it's cold in both places. I mean, yeah, it's cold mm-hmm. in both. Buffalo, yeah, but still, it's man, it's different. Buffalo cold yeah. is different. Shit. Mm. Last okay, game, go ahead. Uh, Cow- oh, sorry, Cowboys at 49ers. June, uh, I got the Cowboys, Nikki. Cowboys, I got 49ers. No, I'm going Frank. 49ers. You know, I'm going 49ers. <laughs> I got Cowboys. I'm riding that train. I'm a believer right now. I'm not a believer in Dak Prescott. Sorry. <laughs> But I'm believing the 49ers. June's like, June looks so disappointed in me. He's like, <laughs> like he's going to call me offline, like, hey, cuz, what happened, cuz? Like, that makes no sense. Hey, bruv, I'm not a waste man, bruv. And that is the end for our predictions. All right. So let's, uh, before we close it up, listen, I want to apologize to Nikki. I cursed at you on camera. That's not me. And I consider you family and friend. And as much as I got upset, I should have never cursed at you like I did. I should have kept that off camera. So I'm gonna I'm gonna edit that out. Um and as a woman, a mother, and a friend of mine, I should never disrespect you that way. Um, as much as I was mad, I should have just kept my cool and never cursed you out. So I'm apologize for cursing you out in camera in front of our friends and people that watch this. I will edit it, they will hear this part, but I will cut that out. So um there you go. All right, Frank, start first. We're okay. closing it out. She said, Frank, start first. I just did. I said it. That was my... Oh, June. Yeah, I'll June. Oh. All right. All right. Um, hey, it's been, it's been lovely. It's been great. Um, I just hope that the, uh, the Eagles come through for my birthday. Uh, I don't ask for much at all. You know, everybody knows. I don't ask for anything. I usually just buy everything because, you know, but this I can't buy. So I'm just, <laughs> just come through because you know, I want to light this candle. Uh, but, hey, I wish everybody a great weekend. Um, it's been a blessing. Let's keep on doing what we do. Um, okay, it's my turn. All right, America, it's always, you know, it's always good coming on here. Sorry I was late, but I had to wear my shirt and do my thing. I mean, my jersey and do my thing. Frank, I wasn't offended. It's okay. You know, it's always hearts. But I I, I, I accept your apology. You don't have to, uh, what's to call it? It's, I promise you, it's okay. Um, but I hope, um, 
all jokes aside, I really do wish the Jag wins. Um, but if not, I'm 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 super proud. This football season um has been great. Shit, it's been great to me. I, I won a jersey. <laughs> so regardless, we are winners. <laughs> That's all I got. Can't wait to next Saturday. Well, not Saturday, not next Saturday, Saturday. So I can talk crap for June. That's all I got. Uh, Bree, great week. Um, I hope everyone has a great and safe weekend. Make sure you drink water. Um, I pray that we have a great and competitive divisional rounds because wild card rounds wasn't really that competitive. Competitive, in my opinion. Um, but thanks for listening to Frank presents a play call. Bye bye. Bye.